Welcome to Slingstones, a podcast with insights for the Christian journey. Proudly brought to you by Healing Care Ministries. Now here's your host, Terry Wardle. I need to admit to you that there are times when I have to be reminded of things I've already known and sometimes known very, very well. And that happened to me recently. I was reminded about how important it is that I take seriously what I can't see but is very present in my own struggles in this world. So I want to tell you a little bit of an encounter I had a, a while back. And I admit that for some of you it might be a bit of a stretch, but allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you according to his voice in your own heart. So as often happens, I was uh, busy, <clears throat> getting tired, and at the same time going through a bit of a struggle. Uh, some of the old issues were rising their ugly head again. And I began to look at the pace of my life. I even had a good chat with my doctor. And all of those things are important to do and were important in this particular case. But there was one day, and my wife Cheryl was with me, where it felt like something very oppressive was weighing on me, right in my own home. And reading in the Bible wasn't enough, though it was important, and listening to some praise music wasn't enough, but it was important, and I could feel this continued sense of heaviness. And all of a sudden, it came to me that while there are issues that I need to be addressing, things such as my schedule and releasing some of the pressures, that there was also a spiritual presence that I needed to take seriously. And I certainly know that, but I hadn't even thought about it. And all of a sudden, as this heaviness bore down, I went over and picked up a cross that we have hanging on the wall. And my wife was there, and I, I began to walk through the house, holding it out in front of me, and I kept saying, the cross of Christ, the cross of Christ, the cross of Christ. Do you know that as I did that, an empowerment came within me, and it was more than my own adrenaline. It was the power of God's Spirit around the truth of the cross of Christ, and I don't know exactly where there may have been these spiritual forces, but what I do know and what my wife can attest to is that as I did that and after I did that, something shifted. Something shifted powerfully. Now, I want to emphasize I still need to look at my schedule. I needed to make sure I was resting and eating well. I needed to make sure I was balancing, you know, the responsibilities I had. I need to stay in the Word and keep worshiping and listening to good praise music. Those were all true, but there was another dynamic here, and that was the dynamic of taking seriously this whole issue of spiritual forces and the cross of Christ. And that's... That's really the two things I want to talk to you about today. And, and the first one is the fact to be reminded yet again of this notion that there are spiritual forces 
that are present in our world that we do not necessarily see. That's exactly what Paul talks about in Ephesians chapter 6. He talks about principalities and powers, and he, he lists those as kind of these unseen forces that they're present, but human vision alone doesn't cause us to see them. And Paul is very clear about this. He, he went so far as to say, be prepared, be strong in the Lord, be in the strength of his might, put on the armor of God. That's certainly not the only place he talked about it. In Colossians chapter 1, he talks about the fact that before Christ, we were held in bondage to a dominion of darkness. Isn't that an interesting phraseology, dominion of darkness? A dominion is this sense of rule, a sense of authority, a sense of power. And it says there is this dominion of darkness. And in Galatians 4, Paul also talks about the fact that there are these elemental spiritual forces that enslaved us before we came to Christ. I can go over this in numerous other passages of Scripture, but it's, it's the whole notion that there are, as I've said before, other players on the field, and yet I can forget that. I, I, I don't know why. I've studied it, I've spoken about it, and yet, you know, life begins to happen and the stresses come around and they seem to be all oriented to very causal issues here, right within my own life. But I have to also remember and be reminded about this issue of spiritual forces. How many times Jesus confronted spiritual forces as being behind things like some sickness, some difficulties, the bondage of the Gadarene, the teaching of the Lord about the fact that if you don't bind up the strong man, he can overtake. And of course, the temptation of Christ himself. And so I, I think this is the, the number one thing I want to say to you, and I don't want it to be frightening, I want it to be enlightening. That, you know, th th there's just this possibility that some of what you're going through, even if it's physical or economic or relational and certainly spiritual, could be impacted by the fact that there are these, if you will, elemental spirits Spiritual forces, Paul calls them, the dominion of darkness. And though we've been rescued, that there's still this sense that we need to be made aware of it. I mean, after all, if the evil one took on Jesus, you know that he's not afraid to take on us. But, but that wasn't the only thing I wanted to highlight. So, so it became this recognition that there may be this element that was part of the battle, but then this idea of the cross of Christ. The cross of Christ. Holding it. Holding it out in front of me. Just saying those words. The cross of Christ. And how it began to push back those forces of darkness. As I was reminded of the power of the cross of Christ. Now look, 
Let me, let me say, we do know that one of the most powerful dimensions of the cross of Christ is the whole idea that we have been forgiven, that we have been redeemed. That comes right out of the book of Colossians. It says that we have been made, that we have peace with God through Christ's blood that was shed on the cross. And, and Paul brings this up over and over again, the whole notion of the cross of Christ is what's established us as the children of God, that has forgiven us of what we've done in the past, that has redeemed us from the force of darkness. It even talks about that in earlier in Colossians when it says that you've been delivered from the dominion of darkness and now brought into the kingdom of the Son that he loves. So we wear our crosses, we place our crosses in our homes as a reminder of that, of what Jesus did for us and how it provides for us life everlasting. And it is the declaration that we are the children of God. But, but there's another dimension that we need to remember that's very clear in Scripture, and that is the cross is not simply Jesus dying for our sins. The cross is also the battle that Christ engaged on our behalf to defeat evil, the very evil, the very dominion of darkness that we're talking about. It is linked to the cross of Christ. It says that. You, you do know the passage of Scripture, I'm sure, in Colossians chapter 2, where it, it talks about the th fact that there Jesus canceled our indebtedness, but also he disarmed the powers and authorities and made a spectacle of them on the cross. When we speak the cross, when we hold the cross, when we declare the cross, we're not only reminding ourselves, but we're reminding these elemental spiritual forces of what Jesus did for our behalf. You know, I was somewhat surprised that, you know, I read about in, in, um, in uh, 1 John about the whole issue of, you know, Jesus coming and what he's done for us and how powerful that is and that there's love involved, but it also says this, and I think it's very important that we hear it, that Jesus Christ came to destroy the works of darkness. Don't you think that's important? Jesus came to destroy the works of darkness. That's right in chapter 3 of 1 John. It reads this, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. It's part of the very mission of Jesus. And that's what the cross represents for us. And it's the same in Galatians chapter 4 when it, it talks about that we were enslaved to these elemental principles, elemental spiritual forces, and yet Jesus came born of a woman. And all of a sudden we are slaves no more. The cross of Christ. I don't think we can lose the emphasis upon this issue of the cross as it relates to the battles we face in a world where evil 
still runs rampant in people's lives. And that in the midst of our difficulties, it would be good for us to be reminded of that. I remember reading years ago in the early church fathers the admonition that every day we should take our thumb and make the sign of the cross over our forehead. And it's not only to remind ourselves about the cross, the fact that Jesus died for us, we have forgiveness of sins, and that he defeated evil. But it's a reminder to the forces of darkness as they see us do that, that we are people that are under the cross. And Paul, he talks about it, he says, this is foolishness to others. But to us, this, this is life. And it becomes very important for us to be reminded of that. Now, I said at the beginning of this little time that we're having here together that sometimes I need to be reminded of what I already knew and I need to take seriously what I do not see, but is also still active. Yes, I need to do practical things in my life to reduce stress and make sure I've seen my doctor and watch my diet and all these other good things, but I also need to be reminded about these unseen spiritual forces, and more so, and more excitingly, the cross of Christ. You have been redeemed. You have been forgiven through his blood. And through the cross, he has defeated and destroyed the works of the evil one. And may we make that declaration, even in battles, great and small.